Welcome to the Adrenal Alternatives Foundation podcast. The following episode features Julia Strange and Jessica Nielsen with Parent Survival Resource and Connection Group as they explain how to be your best advocate and get the care and support you deserve for yourself and for your disabled loved ones. Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really wanna know, really wanna know If I Let me figure out where the road goes From falling down, I will keep on searching for my highs. You can say I lost my mind, I will keep on holding my head high. Even if the sky is falling down. I'm Jessica Nielsen, and this is Shelly Jakes. We are back with another webinar full of information. If you have taken part in our last webinar, you would have gathered documents, tracked your concerns, compiled and organized a clear picture of what to bring to the professional's attention. This is very important to have a good organization system when approaching your professionals. In today's webinar, we will be discussing how to approach and speak with professionals to ensure the best care for your individual you work with or care for. You have decided you needed professional support for your loved one, even though you might not be exactly sure what kind of support you need. There are some common questions you can ask yourself to help narrow down before approaching a professional. What do I need help with? What type of assistance do I need? What type of assistance does your loved one need? What do I need to watch for and track? Where do I look? Who out of my support system might know where to go? If you do not have a support system, who should be first? When seeing a professional for help, you need to be able to feel comfortable enough to openly share your concerns, needs, and thoughts of what may be happening with your loved one. In return, you must feel their response is genuine, caring, and respectful to that. Without a certain level of comfort and connection, nothing can move forward. Some key things to take note of when meeting with professionals is, can you openly discuss concerns, needs, or opinions? Is the answers given providing you comfort, knowledge, and security with the situation? Do you feel heard, validated, or relieved? Are you able to walk out knowing you will book with them again? We want our professionals to have time to listen to all our concerns and answer all our questions. However, the reality is they're busy, overworked, and sometimes it's not feasible to do so. It is much like us as parents with organizing the chaos of education, work, kids, 
household needs, and extracurricular activities. It isn't always going to happen. So what do you need to do? Be ready, concise, and tracked. If you have it all accurate, accessible, and on paper, you are less likely to waste both your time and theirs trying to find the things you need. Make a list of concerns. This ensures the ability to get them discussed without forgetting what they were. Lists of questions. With concerns come questions, and although our brain likes to have them pop up prior to visits, it's so easy to drop the ball on them when you're in there and they are also asking you questions. Keep points of information short and to the point. You want to highlight the most important factors. Well, everything's important. You're not going to always get to them. So a good way to determine this is numbering them on a basis you feel is the top priority. Internet is not always helpful. This is one to keep in mind, especially since there can be very long wait times to get appointments and we turn to the World Wide Web for answers these days. The reality is it isn't always helpful. It can trigger panic, stress, depression, frustration, and cause us to second guess not only our gut feelings, but educated professional opinion. Here we go again. Talking about the binder. The binder. The binder. <laughs> You'll want to make sure you have everything ready. Taking a double look at your information is never a bad thing. Make sure your binder is complete. Pack everything you will need the night before while you have time to think about it. This way, when you're ready, in case you're having to rush out the door when that a reminder alarm goes off, here are some of the items you may need. Your binder and trackers, a list of questions or concerns. Bring any assessments. This can be from schools, other professionals, even notes taken from loved ones who may recognize concerns and have questions. Any prepared paperwork. Bring pens and papers to take notes for future reference. In order to communicate effectively with others, you must be honest with yourself about how you feel, what you notice, and sometimes what others notice. There are different onset times for different symptoms in everybody. No two people alike in every way. So although none of us want to discuss the portions of life not going the way we expect them to, if we don't acknowledge them, how can we expect to have the right diagnosis or support? Keep up-to-date communications with professionals can ensure you have the most accurate information for both you and your loved one. You'll want to keep things updated like new medication, new questions, new concerns, new helping professionals, or new diagnosis. When advocating, we can bring a lot of bad to the situation. So you wanna be careful on how we do this. Advocating is a large portion of using your time wisely. We want to ensure that key elements and concerns and situations are on top of the discussion. As parents moving through the situation, we can become overwhelming, overbearing, and even micromanage. 
We sometimes want to build opinions, values, and beliefs that can hinder the process. It is not due to us thinking professional opinions are wrong. It is due to us having to go through this alone for so long and wanting to know what's best for our loved ones. As we grow and situations change, our advocating also needs to change. We need to look towards the future and what that's going to look like. We're not going to be around forever. Professionals are the best way, not only to support our loved ones, but allow us as parents to guide them towards their future success. When speaking and advocating for loved ones, many times we tend to use our heart. Making decisions can often lead with emotions and quick shutdowns if faced with something we don't want to hear. Looking after our minds and developing coping mechanisms will help navigate the hard discussions. That's right, people. It's time for self-care. Some of the ways you can develop good communication with your professionals is to take care of yourself first. Take a deep breath and relax. Embrace your senses. Five things you can see. Four things you can touch. Three things you can hear. Two, you can smell. And one, you can taste. Grounding. Be in touch with your thoughts and feelings. It can be so hard at times to stay positive. There is no shame in having hard days that bring hard thoughts. The best thing you can do is not get stuck in that pattern for long periods of time. Let yourself feel what you need to feel. Then find positive ways to counteract the negative. Hmm, squirrels, puppy dogs, ah, butterflies. Rainbows. Cat videos. <sighs> Forgive yourself. We are our own worst critics when it comes to thinking we are failures. Everything you go through, everything that does not work out, every trial and tribulation has brought you to where you are. Forgive yourself and be proud of who you have become. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. We will not always have the time to attend appointments that will be important or have the mindset to fully comprehend what it takes to keep things moving in a consistent and helpful manner. As such, we need to have something in place to assist with this. Appointing a communication liaison can ensure that not only do we receive accurate information, but that concerns can be brought forward to the professional. The liaison can take notes, ask questions, and ensure things are clarified from the professional. This can be arranged through your professional's office. They will have forms required to allow personal information to be shared. Every professional is held accountable through a chain of command. The ones we see are held accountable by their supervisors and so on. Being aware of how you can reach the next in command 
is going to be important, especially if you are not content with the connection you felt. Speaking to their supervisor may be exactly what it takes to get the support. Do not ever feel guilty for going above and beyond your first contact. We recommend, before you do so, developing an action plan. When creating your action plan, keep these thoughts on hand to ensure you create the right steps. What is the incident you face? How is it impacting your loved ones negatively? How many incidents has there been? Am I receiving acknowledgement or am I able to move forward? Ensuring to record the incidents in detail. Remember, stay calm, respectful, and level-headed. What will trigger this action plan to come into effect? How will you handle the positive or negative outcomes? How many times must an incident happen before escalating? How will you proceed? What will you need to proceed? How will you connect with the person? Communication access is key, email, phone, or in person. Just because we said keep an open mind doesn't mean that you are limited to one professional's opinion. We all have the right to have our concerns heard and validated. We all have the right to feel content and educated about them as well. So how do you know you are seeking out a second or third or even fourth opinion? Some good indications are, do you feel dismissed? Do you feel not enough is being done? Does your gut tell you there's something more? Do you feel the answers received leave you with more questions than answers? You have rights to. Do you know your rights? It is in the best interest of yourself and your loved ones to know. These are some rights that should be kept in your knowledge database. The right to safe environment. The right to think before deciding. The right to take home resources and information to process. The right to seek another opinion. You have the right to bring support systems in certain situations. The right to consistent confidentiality so long as you or another is not in imminent danger. The right to disclose of how information is used. Right to religious beliefs. Access to your medical records. Appropriate medical care and humane treatment. Remember, when seeking out professional opinions and trying to find that right worker for you, you are in power. Be sure to tune into our next webinar topic, Establishing and Maintaining a Strong Support Team. For more information on Adrenal Alternatives Foundation, you can visit our website, adrenalalternatives.com, or find us on social media, facebook.com slash hopeforadrenaldisease, Instagram at Adrenal Alternatives Foundation, and you can also check out our publications on Amazon, Adrenal Insufficiency 101 and Cortisol Pump 101.